Father, we thank you for the prayers that have been prayed, for the gathering of the people. We thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you, God, just for an opportunity to give and to celebrate you and worship you through giving. And now as we come to the time to look into your word, we ask that you will just meet us at our point of need and that you will reveal yourself to us, and that this word will fall upon the good soil of our heart and that we will grow thereby. We thank you and we honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, we are now on our second episode of our series entitled Outcast. Excuse me. And in this series that we are about to go into, last week we did an introduction talking about what the outcasts were and what the outcasts could have felt like. We even talked about how we are outcast in some and so as we look at today we're going to well as we go over the next couple of weeks we're going to look at individual cases of outcast now as I said before we're not talking about the music group out of Georgia. We're talking about individuals that have been outcast, that they have been treated as if they do not belong. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that because of what Jesus has done for them, that they actually do belong. And so as we look at the message today, one of the biggest things that I want everyone to understand is that we are loved. And it doesn't matter what situation you've gone through, what uh, type of thing that people have put you through, you are still loved. Which then makes me talk about today's episode, episode number two. And last week when we talked about episodes, episode one, we talked about the search is on. How Jesus is looking for those that are considered outcasts. And now that we're in episode number two, we're going to subtitle that, The Look of love. The look of love. Now, an outcast, if you remember our definition from last week, an outcast is an exile, a, a pariah, a person cast out or rejected. Literally that which is cast out. And search is to go about, to wander, to traverse, to look over or through for the purpose of finding something or to explore. And our final word of definition for today is repent. Repent is to change the mind in consequence of the inconvenience or injury done by past conduct. And so we're going to look into Luke the 
19th chapter, and we're going to talk about a man by the name of Zacchaeus. If you had opportunity to see the video, the children's video, they called him Zach. Now, before we actually get into this, I want to uh, talk about something that's very significant about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. Which means that he was shorter than everybody else around him. Now we talk about when folks are shorter than those around them, they get a mindset uh, to try to be better than everyone else. They try to rule over everyone else. They have a mentality that I'm going to prove to you that I'm just as good as you are. And we can look and see how that affected Zacchaeus as we go into Luke, the 19th chapter, starting at that first verse. In the English Standard Version, it says it like this. He, talking about Jesus, entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not, because he was a wee little man, small in stature. A wee little man was he. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree. For the Lord he wanted to see, I mean to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house, since he is also a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our hearts. Last week we talked about what an outcast was and there are some outcasts that are a little bit more challenging than others. Zacchaeus was one of those type of people. Zacchaeus was not disliked. Zacchaeus was hated. He was hated by his very people. Why? Because he was a traitor. He was a person who betrayed his Jewish community by siding with the Romans. Now, not only was that the reason, but Zacchaeus would do the taxes for the Romans. Now, I know everybody loves taxes. I know everybody loves to give the government their money. 
But not only that, he would tax them with a tax on the taxes. And he would take the taxes on the tax and keep it for himself. And the thing was, they did not have a judicial system by which you could work through and get this situation rectified. So Zacchaeus was charging them what Rome required and getting them a little something, something on the side. So nobody liked him. I remember there was a movie called Popeye which starred Robinson Williams in it. And the, one of the first things I remember about that movie was the fact that they taxed you for everything in that city. He had got a stand on the dock tax, walk across the street tax. They taxed him for everything. And I believe this is kind of the same thing that Zacchaeus was doing. Zacchaeus would say, all right, you owe this amount on your taxes. And they would say, well, I thought I only owed this amount. And they would say, no, you owe this amount because you also have to pay my tax. One of the things that I love to do when I go uh, to a retail store, I always ask for a discount. I say, I know you got some kind of discount. And they'll say, well, no, sir. Uh, we don't have discounts. I said, you mean you don't have like a smiling customer discount? I'll be trying to think of anything to try to get a discount. So the converse of this would be he is charging them for whatever he thought at that time in order to get that money. Now, this is one of the few times that we see the word chief with the tax collector. So that means Zacchaeus was at the top of the tax collector game. He had it. He probably said, you got on brown shoes today. I got a brown shoe tax. I mean, he had it together. Zacchaeus had it together. He, you, Oh, you took off your shoes. You got a sock tax because you're walking around with socks. Well, they didn't have socks back then. You got a sandal tax. You got, I mean, whatever. He taxed them in any way. And then it says not only... Was he the best tax collector? It says the result of him being the best tax collector, he was rich. So not only did the folks not like him because of the fact that he was a tax collector, he was betraying the Jewish people, but Zacchaeus, that little joker there, he was flaunting it in front of everybody's face. He bought the biggest houses on the biggest lot. He had dinners, and he did things to let everyone know that he had money. But now, if we look at Zacchaeus, we realize that Zacchaeus did not really feel too good about what he was doing. Now, the reason I can say that is because Zacchaeus still wanted to be a part of what the Jews were doing. Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was coming into and he would go to his house and chill and have his servants bring him things and do all that he did because he was rich. But he wanted to be a part 
of. Although they were outcasting him, although they were trying to put him away and exile him, he still wanted to be a part of the Jewish uh, community. Have y'all ever met a person that, and if it's you, just look straight ahead, won't nobody know I'm talking about you. Have y'all ever met a person who you could tell that the group didn't want them around, but them folks would follow around, and, and the reason they wouldn't want them around because they're always doing something. they always causing something. They're always doing or saying or they just, we just don't want you around. And so when you, when you have that kind of person, you, have, you can see how we don't, because you're always starting something. And you notice that the person that they're trying to outcast or the person they're trying to stay away from seems to know what they're getting ready to do and will be there first and be like, hey, I heard y'all was going to be here, so I want to come and be a part of what, and you sitting there rolling your eyes up in the back of your head and trying to be nice and saying, let's go somewhere else, and they go to the somewhere else. <laughs> I believe this was the same thing with Zacchaeus, although he was ostracized, he was exiled by, he still wanted to be a part. And as he came forth, him being Zacchaeus, and you know, he had on his robe, his nicely decorated robe, and he tried to walk up on the people and say, listen, I'm Zacchaeus, I'm the chief tax collector, let me get to the front. And they was like, hmm, we'll see what's going to happen now. And so they would not let him get an opportunity to see Jesus coming through. He said, you know what? I'll tell y'all what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb up in this tree. Now, think about there's a grown man climbing up in a tree. Now, I don't know how exactly how old Zacchaeus was, but, you know, sometimes as you get older, your limbs don't bend the way they used to. Uh, you can't do it the way that you did when you were little. But it says that he climbed up in this tree. And I believe that the tree was representing his desire to do whatever was necessary to be a part of what everybody else was enjoying. But simultaneously making sure that I'm a set aside and also a little bit elevated so I can see what I need to see. And it became well known as you heard me repeating the little Sunday school song about how Zacchaeus was a wee little man. And a wee little man was he. And how he climbed up in the sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. And so as he was in the tree and it says as Jesus was walking by, Jesus who was walking to a new destination stops and looks up in the tree. Now, I don't know if Zacchaeus had on something bright and maybe he turned a certain way and it reflected so that it caught Jesus' eye. I don't know. I, I, you know, 
I'm not old enough to have been present there. I know some of y'all may be that old, but I wasn't old enough to be present there. I ain't trying to say you're old unless you are. Uh, if you look straight ahead, they won't know I'm talking about you. And so, Zacchaeus is in this tree. It's a bunch of folks all around celebrating Jesus. And Jesus stops and looks up and says, Zacchaeus, come on down out of that tree. I want to go to your house and grab me something to eat. And so it says, now think about this. The person that you didn't want to be a part of the group and a person of high promise comes in and says, hey, there you, I want to spend some time with you. And you got to get out the way so they can walk up and get with the person. And I ain't trying to say you had the attitude, but you know you wasn't really happy. And so what we usually do is we usually think of reasons why them two people shouldn't be together. I'm sorry. Let me get back to the story. I'm not trying to talk about y'all. But sometimes we, we make up reasons like, like, like they did. They said, why the Lord going in there with that sin? He know that man ain't even right. He ain't even a true Jew. He, he works for the Roman government. He's, he's all messed up. Why would Jesus be with him? But as we look at this, We can see how Zacchaeus, who wanted to be a part, I'm, I'm even going to, I'm going to be on Zacchaeus' side for a moment. Zacchaeus was selected by the wrong, it's not his fault that he was a tax collector. It wasn't his fault that he had to charge extra money because he needed to take care of himself and his family. It wasn't his fault that nobody liked him. It wasn't Zach's fault. It's just how folks are. They, they get jealous of you. And, they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and you know, it's not my fault. But, and, and, I tried, and I tried to be a part of it, but they just wouldn't let me. It's not my fault. But Jesus was not involved with fault finding like a lot of us are. Finding reasons for not doing something. Jesus, it says, he looked into the tree. And saw Zacchaeus. Now I don't know if Jesus was looking for a bird. I don't know if he was looking to see if a squirrel was running through the trees or whatever. But he found Zacchaeus. So we can say that the tree is, is this metaphor of how we try to get involved when everything else is trying to keep us from not being involved. And I believe because of his efforts that Jesus saw that effort. And even after seeing how Zacchaeus gets down out of this tree. First of all, he had to humble himself to get up in the tree. Now, everybody looking at him because Jesus called him out. And now, Jesus is going to spend time with the man that they not only don't like, they hate him. And Zacchaeus wanted to know about Jesus, but the people wanted to keep him as an outcast because of how he treated them. Keep looking straight ahead. If I, I don't want nobody to think I'm talking about you, but sometimes 
We get upset with folks that get delivered because they fell out of the category that we had them in. Sometimes we get upset that the person that was homeless now has a larger house than what we have. Sometimes that person that we trained how to do the job has now somehow became the supervisor. And we cannot rationalize, we cannot figure out, we can't theorize how this happened. And so we come up with the negative connotation that they must have did something illegal, immoral, in order to make that happen, to make ourselves feel good, make, to make ourselves feel as if we still good and they still are bad. But the thing about this whole situation, it makes us reflect upon the title, the subtitle for this series or this episode. Jesus looked in the tree and showed him love. The Bible tells us that love covers a multitude, that means a whole bunch of transgressions, of missing the mark. As the song that we sung today said, a hundred billion times it's been covered just for me. And so we see that Zacchaeus and Jesus are walking down the street and if you listen closely, you can hear the folks mumbling and grumbling. You can hear the folks say, my house, I had some better food already prepared for Jesus. Uh, I, I don't know why he going to his house. He ain't nothing but the tax collector. And the chief tax collector at that. He, said, he done stole everybody's money in the first place. And they say all these things in order to make themselves feel justified in their anger. But Jesus was showing love. With just a look, he showed love. I want to just encourage you today to tell you that when Jesus is involved in the, the situation, there's no such thing as two. A lot of us will say, I'm too bad. A lot of us will say, I'm too mean. I'm too this. I'm, I'm, I'm. But with Jesus, there's no such thing as two. There's no height that you can go to that is above where Jesus can go. There is no depth that you can sink to that Jesus is not willing to go. There's no distance that you can travel that Jesus is not willing to go just a little bit further. So there's 
no such thing as two. But sometimes we get in our mind that I'm just two this. That I don't deserve this because I am to this. I'm not praying like I think I need to. I'm not reading like I think I need to. I'm, I'm too busy and so I just don't deserve Jesus' love. But no matter where you go, where you be, where you think you're at, Jesus is looking for you. Jesus is looking to assist you. Jesus is looking just for you. And so, let's go ahead and run down the story a little bit more. And as they get into his house, Jesus is sitting there chilling, blessing the man. Just, and in the middle of the conversation, he says, Lord, look, half of my goods, I'm going to give it to the poor. And he says, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will restore it four times. Now, the funny thing about Zacchaeus, and this what he said is, he knew he done defrauded some folks. He knew that he done made some poor folks. He knew that he had contributed to this situation. So he says, because I have been in the presence of the Lord, because the Lord has shown me love, I'm going to go above and beyond what I have done against these people. If I have caused you to be poor, I'm going to take care of you. If I have defrauded you, I'm going to give you more than what I initially took from you. And Jesus looks at him and he says, today, salvation has come not just to Zacchaeus. It's come to the whole house because he recognized his transgression. He recognized how he had turned away from what God has told them to do. What? Is it that he has told them to do? He's told them to love the Lord their God with their heart, their mind, their soul, and their strength, and to love their neighbor as themselves. And because he realizes by being in Jesus' presence, even though Zacchaeus knew that Jesus knew who he was and what he'd done, Jesus still gave him the look of love. And because of the look of love, it caused him to realize what he has done wrong. And then it gets to the third word in our definitions for today. It caused him to repent. To realize that the direction I'm going in is the wrong direction. And that I'm going to now change my direction. Now some folks' repentance is nothing more than words. But what Zacchaeus said, he said, I'm so serious about this change that has happened to me, this love that is shown toward me, I am going to do, I am going to show, I am going to have some action behind this change. So what he does, he comes again, he looks at you and says, the folks around me that's poor, I'm going to take care of them. And anybody I defrauded, I'm going to make sure that they are treated 
well as well. So he got into his mind that I am going to do something to reveal to everyone that I changed. Now, why would Zacchaeus think to do something like this? I believe, if y'all allow me to dig a little deeper in this, I believe that Zacchaeus heard about Matthew. In case y'all don't remember, Matthew, who was a disciple of Jesus, was also a tax collector. So I think that maybe Zacchaeus climbed up in the tree to see who was crazy enough to disciple a tax collector. Because they were the most hated folks by the Jewish community. And as he spent that time with Jesus, he realized that this was way deeper than just being a tax collector. Love covers a multitude of transgressions. And you can't be too bad in order for Jesus to come and rescue you. And because of that very situation, he is now changed. So the wee little man that no one wanted to be involved with, who they tried to prevent from being even named among themselves, now becomes the Redeemer and the Savior of the community because of the look of love. There is a such thing as love destroying situations. And what I mean by that is when you have been treated badly and someone shows you love, it makes the, badly, the bad treatment Uh, seem as if sometimes as if it never happened because that's what love does love elevates love strengthens love encourages love does everything opposite of what being an outcast is all about and because of that change in Zacchaeus it caused him to want to reciprocate to those that he knew that he had done wrong. And so today I want to let you know that it's very easy for us to kind of feel as if we're outcast. Depending on who you're hanging out with, you can feel like you're not really a part. As we talked about last week, sometimes we can be surrounded by hundreds of people and still be lonely. But I will tell you that if you put in the effort to... ...is looking for you. He's searching for you. He wants to make eye contact with you. And tell you, I'm coming to fellowship with you today. It doesn't matter how everybody else feels about you. It doesn't matter 
But once you have got that look of love from Jesus, it changes how you do everything that you do. And so I want to encourage you today. I want to tell you, it doesn't matter if you've been saved for the past 90 years. There are times when we can feel as if we're all alone. And all you need to do is make eye contact with Jesus. Make eye contact with Jesus. Because he's always got the look of love. Now, if you are one of those persons who feels at this present moment that you're just on the outside, you just never can seem to fit in, you can never do the things that you really want to or be a part of the group, I want to let you know that Jesus is looking for you. And all you have to do is just acknowledge him. The Bible says it like this. It says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that you will be saved. So if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And that whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there's an acknowledgement that we have to make in order for this to happen. And Jesus will come into your life and he will take all the negativity that you have come up against that made you feel like an outcast. And through the power of his love, he will cause you to see that you are a fearfully and wonderfully made creation. God gets the glory of your life. So I just want to encourage you today to make that decision if you have not made it because it's very important to Jesus that you get in right relationship with him because he has so much that he would love to give you. He has so much that he wants to do for you and with you. And that's why it's so important that you hear this message today. Because he is looking for you with love. Now, if you have done that, and you have made that declaration today that Jesus is Lord, we would love to assist you in your journey. Now, in order for us to do that, we can do this one of two ways. If you happen to be in the area of South Carolina, you can come and visit us at uh, 642 Fairview Road in Simpsonville, South Carolina. If that's a little bit too far for you, you can definitely email us at info at godshousecc.com and we will provide you with information. We will provide you with assistance to help you learn a little bit more about all that Jesus has done because of this decision that you made today. And we will feel honored to assist you along this journey because this is not an individual event. This is a team event. We're all in this together to help one another. So please, ma'am, please, sir, 
If you made that decision, we would love to assist you. Friends and family, it doesn't matter how everybody else treats you. Get yourself in that position so that you can make that eye contact with Jesus. And he will come and sup with you. He will encourage you and he will put you in a position by giving you the look of love. Well, until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name.